the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Fight and we will have encouragement for you today in that regard from what I would not have expected would be a likely source, but one of the main opinion shapers influencing influencers in our culture is on our side. Not someone whose work I'm all that familiar with, except that I know that the artist formerly known as Kanye West, now known as Yee West. And you say, well, it's goofy. No, it's not. Not when you hear his reason for it. He says that Yee is the word most often used in the Bible. And so he felt like it was appropriate, given his faith in God. And he does have a very out front, very genuine faith in God. He felt like it was appropriate to change his name to Yee. An extended interview with Tucker Carlson tonight will be part two. We'll play you audio from his interview, and you're going to say, wow, I said wow. And it's nice to know, every now and then, it's good to get a good report from the battlefield, right? Having Yee West on our side, having him say things about the media, about abortion, about the pro-life movement that are self-evident to you and I, but having uh, one of the leaders, one of the people who establishes the trends in black culture and music and fashion say it, that's a win on the battlefield, and we will celebrate it today. Unfortunately, the reality of life in our culture and in our city intrudes because last night we had a very dangerous situation. Uh, Because nothing egregiously awful transpired from it does not make it any less dangerous. Gunfire at a high school football game in Columbus, outside the playing field, but nevertheless in the proximity to a game between Afrocentric And Marion Franklin, at Marion Franklin High School, just before halftime, shots rang out, a fight outside. Columbus uh, Board of Education says that they don't think that it was an incident involving any students from either school. I, I, I don't know how they know that. I think it's obviously serves their purposes for that to be true. There is no way at this point in time, since no arrests have been made, to know if that is true. I am not surprised that the Board of Education wants it to be an incident distanced as far as possible uh, from the influence of its teachers and administrators. But the fact of the matter is, this is the second time this year that we have had gunfire in close proximity to a high school football game. The first time was August the 19th. Uh, Groveport Madison High School's home football game with Canal Winchester. Shots were fired there. Again, they did have an arrest in that particular case. No one was hit. Uh, But this is a really, really, really bothersome situation. And it's a matter of time if these kinds of incidents continue or someone is going to be hit and something very, very tragic can and will happen. We had a man murdered in Whitehall last night. After midnight, we had a woman hit by a truck on Bethel Road while she was trying to cross Bethel Road just before midnight, and she unfortunately died. Now, there's news in the Hunter Biden 
investigation. And before you start to wonder, can I still turn a cartwheel? They're coming after Hunter Biden. He's going to be indicted. I may just catapult myself across the room with joy. Hold on. Hold on. It is a situation where the evidence against Hunter Biden is so overwhelming that an indictment was inevitable because even though the Biden administration likes to stack the deck against conservatives and has allowed Joe Biden to become president, despite what Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, and I don't say and without justification, because when you fly on the plane with your dad, Air Force Two to China, it is incomprehensibly ridiculous to believe that Joe Biden would have had, as he has said, no conversations ever with his son about their over about his overseas business dealings. But you say, how can an indictment against Hunter Biden be bad? Because it could lead to a plea agreement with Hunter Biden on charges that are the most benign charges they could charge him with. And then the whole thing would be wrapped up. Oh, see, we indicted Hunter. We charged him. Nothing to see here. No need to look into Joe Biden's ties. No need to look into any of that Tony Bobolinsky stuff. It's all about Hunter improperly purchasing and disposing of a firearm. It's all about tax evasion with Hunter Biden. No, no, there's nothing to look into all those pictures of Joe's grip and grin photos with Hunter Biden's overseas business associates. No, we'll just wrap this puppy up tight, seal it up tight. Nobody will ever get a look at it. That's why I'm not all that happy about the apparent pending indictment of Hunter Biden, which has been leaked to multiple media outlets. So those are the major stories out there. And, of course, today, uh, in about an hour, the Cleveland Guardians will begin their pursuit of a World Series championship, which they have not won in my lifetime. And we will see how that goes, and we will keep you abreast of the details. We'll also have Jack Windsor, Ohio Press Network, on the show today. Jack will join us at 12.05. We'll ask him about the cultural impact of what Ye West had to say last night. Um, let me play you a flavor of that so you can get excited about having this guy on our side. The interview began with Tucker Carlson asking Ye West. i got to give you a little backstory first. So he's back from the Paris Fashion Week, and at Paris Fashion Week, Ye West angered, (laughs) to put it mildly, the left by wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt. That's right. One of the major influencers of not just black culture, but particularly black culture and also teen culture and young adult culture, Yee West, a black man, formerly married to Kim Kardashian, can't get any more influential than that, wore a t-shirt that said White Lives Matter. You say, wait a minute. Ye West, Kanye West, didn't he? Wasn't he a Trump guy? He was a Trump guy. He wore the MAGA hat. Make America great again. And Tucker Carlson, obviously, seeing that this is not allowed in black culture, asked Ye West, how long have you felt this way? When did you start to feel this way? When did you start to realize this? I, I really felt like I think I started to really 
feel this need to express myself on another level when Trump was running for office and I liked him yes. and every single person in Hollywood from my ex-wife to my mother-in-law to my manager at that time to you know my my so-called friends slash handlers around me told me like if I said that I like Trump that my career would be over that my life would be over uh, they said stuff like people get killed for wearing a hat like that they threatened my life they put my life they basically said that I would be killed uh, for uh, wearing the hat I had a, a, someone call me last night and said anybody wearing a White Lives Matter shirt is going to be greenlit, and that means that they're going to beat them up if they wear it. And I'm like, you know, okay, green light me then. <laughs> you know, you know, God builds warriors in a different way. I don't know if it's because of me being a born in Atlanta and growing up on the south side of Chicago that, you know, he made me for such a such a time like this. It's like with David. You know, he tended to the sheep, but while he was out there, he had to fight all kinds of animals. So when it was time for Goliath to come, he thought because he was a sheep herder that he didn't have the skill set to take down Goliath. And the thing that I have is the position. I have my heart. But the number one thing is we have God on our side. And for the people, even if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. That's a wow, folks. That is a major wow. That's a man who's read his Bible. That's a man who knows his Old Testament. The For Such a Time as This reference is, of course, a reference to the book of Esther. David being prepared for the battle with Goliath, of course, is straight out of Scripture, where David tells Goliath, or no, he tells uh, Saul, I've taken care of a lion and a bear. Well, why would I be afraid of this guy? And I hope that in Kanye West saying these things, and I'll have more as the show unfolds, that it moves us to see that this is not a battle doomed to be lost, but is a battle that can be won simply by saying true things. We see a lot of different fronts where we have an opportunity to say true things in our schools about our kids, about the value of education, but the guardrails on education about the truth that people are born male and female. No blurred line, no revolving door where you can go back and forth between the two. That is a controversial issue now. Truth is controversial. This is about, of course, an all-out effort by the left to remove God's authority from all things. Sadly, the Columbus School Board is on the wrong side of this. I'll have details for you on that next. So I do not see the battle over the lie of transgenderism and the woke attempt by the left to eliminate God from our culture, to spit on God's authority. And there is no more uh, greater demonstration of spitting on God's authority than to reject the fact that he makes us male and female. To believe in transgenderism is to reject the perfection of God, to reject his plan for a person's life, that he has one, to reject that he made that person with a unique 
set of talents and abilities and purposes, and that he made a mistake in ordering their sex, male or female. It is not about love and support and kindness and compassion and all the things that the left says it is about. It is instead about removing God from our culture and the authority of God from hovering over all of us in this life, whether you believe in God or not. It does not change the fact that God is real and that this earth and all life on it is not just created by, but is a gift from God. And so this battle will continue because I will never stop railing against it. There are many courageous people out there, people like Matt Walsh, Ben Shapiro, um, Barry Weiss, Chris Rufo, many, many others who will never back down from this battle. I don't care what they do to me, nor should you care what they do to you because you're on the right side of this, because you're on God's side in this. More and more details are coming out. Reuters did a study, and they are finding that, and think how heinous this is. We give transgender kids puberty blockers. Now you say, why do they have puberty blockers anyway? Why is there such a drug, puberty blockers? Because there are very few children who prematurely begin puberty at age eight or nine. And so they give them, they have always in the past given them puberty blockers for girls and for boys to keep them from becoming, you know, mature girls and boys too early because it is a biological ideal situation where you develop, your bones develop, they get, you know, things need to happen on a schedule, but not on an accelerated schedule. But in the case of the gender-affirming care, which is to say um, chemical mutilation of children, they give puberty blockers to kids who do not need it for medical reasons. And here's what they have not told you until now. A Reuters study finds that drug companies are giving these puberty blockers and doctors are prescribing these puberty blockers without a controlled test, without any data on what giving them on a widespread basis to normally healthy children, what the medical impact of that will be. It is the epitome of the exact same kind of experimentation the Nazis did on Jewish prisoners during the Holocaust. They don't really care what the results are. We're just going to do it because either we're curious or we actually believe we're helping them, but we don't have any data to say so. Puberty blockers and sex hormones do not have U.S. Food and Drug Administration approval for children's gender care. No clinical trials have been established to confirm their safety for such off-label use. Their long-term effects on fertility and sexual function are unclear. And yet they give them out. That's deplorable. That's evil. And then you have people who are specifically put into position to nurture and protect children, like the Columbus Board of Education, who are cheerleading this evil. The Columbus City School Board will not just oppose 
the resolution that will go up for a vote on October 12th from the State Board of Education, which would encourage Attorney General David Yost to push back with other state attorneys general against the Biden administration's expansion of Title IX protections to include gender, which would, of course, end Title IX, since Title IX was created 50 years ago to protect and to protect girls and to make sure that girls were given equal opportunities to boys in sports and extracurricular activities and academic instruction, equal opportunities for girls as boys. If you're going to extend Title IX protection, equal opportunities, to pretend girls and pretend boys and have boys allowed to play girls' sports, allowed to go in girls' locker rooms, allowed to get things that were previously instituted to even the playing field between girls' and boys' opportunities, well, then you are, by definition, eradicating what Title IX was expected to do. But listen to this array of utter lies and nonsense from Jennifer Adair, head of the Columbus Board of Education. They have come up with their own resolution, which they says is about protecting students. Protecting students. I can tell you right now, if my daughters were students in the Columbus City School District and they allowed a boy to go in their locker room, they would not feel protected, nor should any girl feel protected. Adair says, I hope they really hear we are here to continue to fight, to fight against blatant discrimination, hate, and injustice. We are here to fight for all of our students. How can you be fighting for all of your students? when the majority of girls are repulsed and terrified and psychologically scarred by having boys in their private spaces. You are a fool, Jennifer Adair. We are here to fight for all our students around equity and inclusion, and these are core values of who we are. Those are the core values of a demonic person. The core values of a demonic person is what you are personifying there. The Board of Education's resolution says that Title IX and the proposed revisions align with the core values we cherish in Columbus. You cherish having girls raped in bathrooms by biological boys pretending to be girls? You cherish that? Reinforce the groundwork we have laid to combat all forms of discrimination in our community. No, it reinforces the groundwork you have laid to prove that you are completely detached from truth. That's what it reinforces. They claim that Brendan Shea's resolution would undermine Title IX protections for women and girls. Without those protections, Title IX would not apply anymore at all. It would literally be survival of the fittest, biggest, strongest, fastest, most dominant. And it would not take long for boys with no integrity to see that opportunity. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.